Do you have congruence between your online brand, your in-person brand, and how you look and are perceived on paper? Are there glaring differences? Let's look at creating the brand congruence that you need here on episode 46 of The Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 46 of the Nurse Keith Show. You might hear that I have a little cold, but don't worry, I'm not contagious. And I'm just going to go ahead and record this show, even though I might have to blow my nose sometime during the recording. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is, as always, all about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share some education and inspiration and maybe a couple of ideas here and there that are going to help you move forward in a positive, inspired way every day. Again, as always, I'm a member of the ProMed Network of healthcare podcasts over at promednetwork.com, and I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of nurse podcasters, along with my pals Kevin Ross of the Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala of Your Next Shift, and, of course, RNFM Radio with Elizabeth Scala and Kevin Ross my co-conspirators and co-hosts. You can find The Nurse Keith Show on iTunes, and I'm always going to be asking you to post a review over there. I think there's 13 now. I would love 20 reviews over on iTunes. So just find the show on iTunes, leave a review and let me know. I would love that. I would love for you to leave me a review and tell everyone what you think of the show, good or bad. And you know what? You can leave me a voicemail right from my website at nursekeith.com. On any page of nursekeith.com, just click on the bright red button on the left margin of any page. Leave me a voicemail right there. If you have a career-related question and you'd like me to play your question on the air, let me know and I'll do so. I love hearing from people. Meanwhile, Instagram's growing. I have over 200 followers now as of this recording, and I'm having lots of fun over there. Please find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And the show notes for this episode can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 46. That's episode 46. So let's dig into today's topic, shall we? Back on episode 25 of the Nurse Keith Show, And also in my book, Savvy Networking for 21st Century Nurses, I spoke about the term branding and the notion of branding and how some nurses seem put off by that word because we often think of branding in terms of logos like Ben & Jerry's or Nike or Apple. And sure, a logo is part of a brand. And you as a nurse don't really have a logo unless you're a nurse entrepreneur like myself but you have a brand whether you like it or not. And if the term brand really turns your stomach, try substituting, let's say, the word persona in place of brand and see if that settles with you a little more easily. For my part, I want you to consider adjusting to the word brand because it's a popular and important notion to consider 
and I'm going to keep using it. So you're going to have to get used to it if you keep listening to the Nurse Keith Show. So in the 21st century, it's pretty easy to create any kind of online presence that you want to create for yourself. Your LinkedIn profile, your Facebook page, your Twitter feed, your Instagram. You can basically show the world an online avatar that represents you, and you curate, you create that avatar. People will experience you online based on what you post, correct? So when people experience you online, they're having a particular experience of you as an entity, as a person, or as a brand, as I said. But when they meet you in person, what do they experience that's different or the same as what they felt when interacting with you online? How do you represent yourself on paper when someone reads your resume, for instance? Is it congruent? Is it compatible to how you represent yourself in other ways? We're going to dig a little bit deeper into this because I feel like this is an important thing that some nurses and other professionals sometimes miss. And it's very crucial for you to get your head around this and then start cleaning up that present so that the congruence is truly there. So the word congruence means compatibility, harmony, or maybe agreement. Do these words bring to mind how others experience you in the ways in which they interact with you? So let's use an example. You submit your resume to a potential employer, and what do you want them to ascertain about you from that resume? What words did you use in that resume? What skills did you highlight? What experiences did you try to make sure they saw that you have under your belt so that you're an attractive potential employee or applicant? When you wrote your accompanying cover letter, is there congruence between the cover letter and the resume? Does the cover letter paint the picture that you want them to experience, that you want them to see or feel? Does the cover letter strengthen your resume, or does it actually detract from it in some way, or does it cause a little cognitive dissonance? Does it cause a little confusion in the reader because it doesn't jive with the resume? Now, if that potential employer, let's say, logs onto LinkedIn and looks at your LinkedIn profile, is your LinkedIn profile congruent with what they've seen on your resume and in your cover letter? Does it match? Does it seem like you're representing yourself relatively equally through those different platforms? Is the basic message being clearly communicated? Are they going to recognize or notice any disparities between how you present yourself on paper and how you present yourself on LinkedIn or other platforms? And let's talk about other social media. There's lots of nurses out there who are on Twitter as themselves, and there are some who are on Twitter anonymously where there's no connection with them as actual individuals. And I have mixed feelings about that, but I totally understand why people might do that. If you're on Twitter, how do you behave on Twitter? How do you interact with others? If you're a nurse on Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or any other social media platform, and you're posting as yourself, if a potential employer or a current colleague or someone else encountered you on social media, what kind of experience would they have of you? 
So it's one thing to nurture a professional or personal brand, but it's another to have, let's say, your online brand completely misaligned in terms of how others experience you offline. So one of the greatest compliments anybody can pay me, and if you meet me, you could pay me this compliment if you like, is when they meet me, let's say, at a nursing conference, and they say something like, you're exactly like you are on Twitter. You're just like I pictured you'd be in person. And you know why that makes me feel so good? It makes me feel good because I work really hard to cultivate a brand where no matter where people experience me, whether it's in person, online, or in writing in a letter, that it's authentic and transparent to a point where they have no cognitive dissonance. There's no confusion between how they've experienced me in person and how I came across on a voicemail, in a letter, in an email, on LinkedIn. It doesn't really matter. There's a congruence, there's a continuum there that makes them feel like, yes, I've experienced Keith and he's the same no matter where I experience him. So even in my work as a clinical nurse, I'm the director of nursing of a home health agency. Many of you already know that. When I'm speaking with an administrator at a hospital, maybe a colleague at another home health agency, or someone perhaps at an insurance company, I try to make sure that my authentic self comes through. Whether they're reading an email from me, I'm leaving them a voicemail, or we meet for coffee to talk about some sort of professional issue. So there's really no ostensible difference between my phone manner, how people experience me in person, and what happens when, let's say, I'm exchanging a series of emails with someone. I implore you to think about your brand and make sure it's intact and that it's consistent and congruent so that everything feels of a piece. This is very, very important and something to think about consistently on a regular basis throughout your nursing career. So some of you might be wondering why this stuff even matters. If you're a nurse working in a hospital, or maybe you're a home health nurse, well, it actually just does. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more why. When you move through your nursing career, you have influence in the lives of a lot of people. So think about your patients, your clients, other colleagues, doctors, nurses, administrators, all these people you interact with on many, many different levels. So like I've said before, your brand is actually the experience people have when they've interacted with you. What do they feel when they walk away? Do they feel, oh, Jane is a really cool person. She's a great nurse. She is really on the top of her game. John is just an amazing nurse. He is such a clear communicator. Your brand is what they've experienced. So there's lots of nurses out there I've noticed online, especially on Twitter and Instagram and other places where they seem pretty much totally unconscious of what their brand is or unconscious or uncaring of how others perceive them. There's a lot of snarkiness, there's a lot of sarcasm, and there's some cutting, a little bit nasty behavior out there, even by nurses who are posting as themselves and not anonymously. So for the anonymous ones, sure, they have a little bit more leeway in how they comport themselves online, but some of them aren't, and I have some queasiness in my stomach about how some of these nurses are actually behaving on those different platforms. 
Meanwhile, I talk to nurses and nurses connect with me and write me because they do experience some of this dissonance and they're not quite sure how to rectify it in their lives. So I've looked at nurses' resumes and they scream responsibility. They scream experience and depth and clinical acumen. But when I look at their LinkedIn profiles, their LinkedIn profiles are bare bones. They don't really say much of anything. And I look at the resume, I look at the LinkedIn profile, I look back at the resume, and I think, boy, this person is not giving me a really clear picture. Maybe they're just ignoring their LinkedIn, but they really need to pump it up a little bit. Other nurses I've found They say on their resume, let's say in the professional summary at the top, they write that they have excellent communication skills. But then when they sit in an interview, they can barely string a sentence together either because they're nervous or actually they need some work on their communication skills. Or maybe they can't even make eye contact when speaking. And then another nurse's resume might say that their written communication skills are excellent. Maybe they even have a bachelor's in English or another degree on top of their nursing, but their resume is filled with grammatical errors and errors in syntax, and their LinkedIn summary is really poorly written. So your brand is impacted by so many aspects of who you are, how you move in the world, how you interact with other people, and how you represent yourself. So once you understand that notion, once you accept it, once you internalize it, That congruence between your brand online, your brand in person, and your brand in writing in other places has to be balanced. And it's going to make more sense to you. And then you are going to make more sense to the people who you meet and interact with in the course of your career. So listening to this podcast, if you are thinking about, let's say, your LinkedIn profile, or you're thinking about how you represent yourself on your resume, or how you interact with other people, and you're thinking, huh, there's a little disparity here. There's something I need to fix. You have a little bit of work to do. So if you need to tweak your LinkedIn profile or maybe do some work on your resume, that's great. That's relatively easy. But if you think that your professional demeanor is actually not in accordance with what someone might experience of you if they read your resume or interact with you otherwise. You've got some deeper soul-searching to do and some rectifying to do in the interest of your brand, and you might want to talk to me about that. You have to be really honest with yourself about these things, and it might bring up some issues for you that need to be cleared emotionally or otherwise, but it's really important, and you can tell I'm passionate about it, and I would love to help you with it. So if you need some help from me, if you need some advice in this regard, just reach out to me. Send me an email, leave me a voicemail through my website, or reach out to me on social media and let me know what's up. So remember, your brand is how other people experience you. What experiences are they having? And is the congruence there? And if congruence isn't there, what do you need to do to fix it? to make sure those disparities go away and people have a very clear, wonderful experience of you that is basically the same no matter how they interact with you or where or when. Anyway, that's about it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this gave you some food for thought 
And if it gives you some food for thought that you actually need to bounce off of me because it's either made you uncomfortable or made you realize you've got some work to do, hit me up, Keith at NurseKeith.com. Let me know what you're thinking about. We can get on the phone for half an hour and talk it through, or we can exchange a couple emails if you just have some simple questions. These are important issues. And speaking of important issues, If there's something else you want me to talk about here on the show, please let me know. Again, if you want to leave a voicemail through the link on my website, you can leave me a recording and I will actually play that recording on the show and respond to your question right here on the Nurse Keith Show. Anonymously or not, it depends on your predilection and what you would prefer. So I hope you feel uplifted. I hope you feel empowered. I hope this has given you some food for thought for something that will actually move the needle for you and move your career forward or make you think in a different way about who you are and who you want to be and how you want others to perceive you. Because it is to some extent about perception and it's also about the reality on the ground of who you are and how you interact with other people as a professional. So The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the amazing James Larson. And social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. I am grateful to the two of them. They are my team. They're my guys. And I am so grateful to them. They are really helping me in so many ways. Remember, reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Email me. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave me a voicemail. And remember... I want you to stay positive. I want you to care for yourself and others. I want you to take inspired action in the interest of your nursing career every day. And keep tuning into the Nurse Keith Show because we're going to explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, and keep in touch. Adios till next time. (laughs) 